Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. you're doing well and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the jobs not finished podcast if you've been out and about at all within these last few weeks or last couple days as of recording this whether at a park or you know even out in these streets you may have seen some people wearing their cap and gowns and celebrating taking pictures because they just recently graduated now it is graduation season so sincere congratulations to the class of 2021 any year any graduation is significant that's a very big milestone but i think 2021 was definitely and 2020 it was definitely a tough year, so to kind of grind through all the stuff going on outside of school to graduate, complete your assignments, and get that done, take a moment right now, pat yourself on the back, because that is a huge accomplishment, and again, congratulations. Seeing all the stuff going on around me actually had me reflecting on my time and when I initially graduated from my undergrad a couple of years ago. And then boom, that gave birth to this episode, where I wanted to give three pieces of advice to recent graduates to maybe help ease their transition as they go from a college student into full-time corporate or whatever they decide to do for their career. They'll be working and just jumping into that new world. Now, I would definitely like to preface that this is not one-size-fits-all. Some people might not agree with any of them. You might agree with all of them. You might agree with some. But again, this is just for me to try and help those recent grads. No matter your degree, no matter how long it took you to graduate, you know, no matter what field you're in or what you're trying to do post-grad, I'm hoping you might be able to find some value in this. But yeah, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Now, my first piece of advice is taking time off. Some of you may have already been working full-time or part-time while going to school full-time or part-time, and that may have been the case throughout high school, throughout your undergrad, up until you graduated. To graduate and then jump right into a full-time job, it could just lead you right into burnout. Because let's face it, to a corporation or a company, although they might be, I hope they're looking out for you, for the most part, when you join a company, they don't really care about what you did before them. You know, you can't say, hey, I've been in school for the past, you know, 16, 20 years or whatever the case may be. To them, you just started and they want to see what you can do from that point forward. So again, if you already had a pretty crazy schedule, it may be beneficial to take some time off prior to jumping into work as that would help you avoid that burnout from happening way too soon. Now, there are some precautions to this. You don't want to take too long off. Now, what is too long? I think is relative to you, your field, your habits, you know, is the job market strong for your position? If it's not, then you don't want to take too long off and all the jobs get filled. Uh, do you know yourself? You know, can you take time off from a strict regiment routine? You know, waking up in the morning, commuting, taking trains, filling your metro cards, all that stuff if you have to do it. Can you take off from that for a long time, wake up on a vacation schedule and then return and be ready to jump right back into it? If I take any longer than two weeks off, it, man, I might as well hand in my, my resignation, man. So everyone has their own limit. I think it's like an internal clock or whatever your internal limit is. Make sure you look yourself in the mirror, what your limit is, one week, two week. I definitely wouldn't advise anything longer than maybe a month off. I know some people take gap years. They take a whole year off, multiple years off, travel the world. If you can afford to do that, um, more power to you and congrats, you know, take me with you. But for those that can't and you're kind of deciding on what, uh, an appropriate time would be, this is just my advice, my suggestion, I would say maybe cap at two weeks. That would probably be a reasonable amount of time that an employer is used to. Now, one thing you don't want to do is get your job, go through the interview process, and then on your first day, submit time off for that following week. You know, I'm going on vacation. I actually had this happen at a company that I worked for. Now, 
I'm in HR, so I'm in the know of all the recruiting that was going on at this company. And I sat next to the marketing department. They were actually hiring for a position. I was part of, you know, bringing the candidates in. I saw it all happening, saw it all unfold in front of me. And someone got a position. They offered a position to this um, individual that just recently graduated from college. And her first day when she started, she submitted some time off. It would have been fine if she submitted time off for, you know, three months down the line, four months down the line, letting them know in advance. She didn't let them know anything in advance and said she needed time off that week. And she was taking a week or two off, going to Vegas or whatever. And just her reasoning was, you know, I just graduated. I want to take some time off with friends, with family, and kind of just enjoy my time off. Now, again, as mentioned earlier, to the company, they do appreciate your degree. But if you didn't let them know in advance that you're taking time off, to them, you just started the position. So to ask for that time off so immediately, it kind of starts you off on the wrong foot. Now, again, this is totally dependent on your company, your field, your manager, how they're going to react to it. If you know they'll be cool with it, which is very rare, go for it. But my advice would be a better way to do that is in the interview process, normally the recruiter asks you, hey, if selected for this position, are you expecting any vacation time? Are you expecting to take some time off? What's the drill? When can you start? That's your time to say, you know, upon offer, I'm looking for one week off, two weeks off, or I can start in a week from offer or two weeks from when the offer is made. And that'll let the employer know in advance, like, hey, we need to structure this in a way that we know once we give so-and-so the offer, they're going to be taking a week off, they're going to be taking two weeks off, and then they're going to join us. So they'll set your start date appropriately, accordingly, and there'll be no problems. You'll just take that vacation, enjoy your time off, and then come back and you have a job waiting for you. So I would like to stress that as well. Don't just graduate and just take your time off and not look at anything. You know, I would definitely advise to continue applying, continue submitting applications, continue updating your resume because these interview processes are long. If you're planning on taking two weeks to a month off and you're still applying, when the recruiter reaches out for you to schedule an interview, you can tell them, hey, I can interview in two weeks or I can interview in three weeks. And then when you come back, you have some interviews lined up. Again, that'll give you your time off and also keep you um, in line with the competition that may be applying for jobs while you're taking some time off. Advice number two is to make sure you know your value. There are a lot of websites right off the top of my head. There is Indeed, Glassdoor, Salary.com, even on the Bureau of Labor Statistics. You can go on and see per different job titles, per different fields, different industries, what kind of like a entry-level salary is for that position. Now, you may have been told, hey, this is an entry-level role. Take the first offer made to you. Take the first job. And yeah, that is fair. A lot of entry-level roles pay kind of like an entry-level salary, but there are companies that, you know, they're sleazy, they're disgusting, they'll try and undercut you and even pay you way less than that. That's why it's always good to do your research, market research on your position, on yourself, just to be safe. It is as simple as doing a quick Google search. So it'll probably take you, for example, for me, I can easily search human resources, entry-level salary, New York City, and then boom, Glassdoor, you know, sometimes even LinkedIn has some articles. And you can just do a quick five to 10-minute scan and you'll have a number in mind. Now, 99% of the time, an employer will ask you for what you're looking for salary-wise. So naturally, it is good to do this research anyway, just so you have it. But again, always something, it doesn't hurt. You should have it in your back pocket. Just a quick tip on this to add on to it is money is important, but you also want to look into the company culture, the company benefits. You don't want to go to a company that, yeah, maybe paying more, but then you don't have the ability to work from home or you don't get medical benefits or the manager's a micromanager and you, you could have seen that early on with you know terrible reviews on Glassdoor. So make sure you're doing your research on your market value, but also looking at kind of where these companies stand in terms of reviews online. 
Lastly, make sure to believe in yourself. This transition from college into a full-time job or jumping right into your career, just even that first day when you're starting that new job, it's going to come with a lot of anxiety, stress, or even just, let's say you have a job starting in two weeks. The two weeks leading up to it, you might be feeling those things. The number one thing that I was feeling was, of course, anxiety and stress as well, but I was feeling a lot of doubt and doubt in myself. I was thinking, you know, I just graduated. I know a little bit about this company. You know, I'm not too, I don't know the man. I don't know anybody on the team that well. Are they going to like me? Am I going to do a good job? I'm going to do bad. All this doubt creeping in my mind. Now that I've gone through it and I haven't just gone through it, <laughs> I've switched jobs and have that same anxiety starting a new job and went through it again, you know, just kind of repeating that same process. I can definitely say to you that that is normal. And any reputable company will spend that first week to two weeks, even a month, training you on their processes. There is no way for you to know how the manager likes to work or how the team likes to work or how their systems work, what the processes are without them training you. So that doubt in your mind of, oh my God, I'm not going to know how to do anything. You're right, most likely. You know, unless you have 10 years experience in the field already before you graduated and now you're graduating, going into work, yeah, you're going to know what to do. But for the fresh graduates out there, 99% of the time, there's no way you're going to know their systems, their platforms. It'll be very rare. It's normal to have that doubt. Just erase it from your mind because any reputable company is going to take the time out to train you. And nobody's going to judge you on your mistakes in those first weeks, two weeks, three weeks, that first period, even a month in. Make sure you're asking a lot of questions if you're confused. Make sure to take as many notes as you can throughout any training periods or Honestly, anything. I always keep a notebook on me. So keep a notebook on you. Take notes. Or if you're a better, you know, you take better notes electronically. When you're in a meeting, you can easily open a notes tab. You can easily open Microsoft Word and take some notes. Again, feeling like you're going to mess up or something's going to go wrong. That's normal. It's completely normal, especially if it's your first real job outside of college. Just remember the, the company most likely went through a intensive interview process because with entry level roles, there is a lot of competition. They selected you. They liked something about you, your resume, your background, your personality. You yourself worked very hard for your degree. All the work you put in, you know, again, take that time out, pat yourself on the back, reflect all those assignments, those projects. You may not seem like it's, you may not think to yourself that that's a lot, but on top of balancing your personal life, balancing work, balancing family, school, pat yourself on the back, you know, you earned your way there. 1,000%, you deserve to be in the position you're in and just remember all that other stuff is normal when you're jumping into a new position. Three months in or even six months in, I guarantee you, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I can't believe I was stressing that stuff. This is second nature to me. Even in personal experience, guys, I remember when I started my first job, they told me, hey, on your first day, come in and tell the receptionist you're here for so-and-so manager and then wait until the manager comes and gets you. It must have been five minutes until the manager came and got me, but those five minutes felt like five hours and I was sweating. I was in a I was in a dress shirt, tie, dress pants, you know, it was kind of professional work setting and I was drenched. I could feel myself drenched, how, how nervous I was. I honestly, guys, I think I was even shaking a little bit. That's how nervous I was. And it's just that those thoughts in your mind thinking, I'm going to mess up. They're going to hate me. I'm, I'm going to do bad. I don't know anything. But the manager took me on. It was an orientation. It was very friendly. And I guess that does depend on company culture as well. But for the most part, I think it is standard where you go through that orientation, that little ice breaking phase where you're learning about the team, they're learning about you. You get some assignments early on that kind of teach you the processes or you're in multiple meetings where someone is teaching you a process or one process or the other. And then you slowly start to think to yourself, you know, I can do this. So my advice to you is you're probably still going to be nervous, right? It's normal. It's normal 
to be nervous when you're going up to a new challenge. But just remember in your head, I'm going to be fine. You know, three weeks, three months down the line, I'm going to be fine. This is natural. That guy on the podcast said so. And you should take my word for it. Even if you have to fake it until you make it, I think that's a completely normal mentality, um, especially in corporate environments. I suspect some of my previous higher-ups were still faking it until you make it, you know. So just keep going. Remember all the hard work you put in. Remember that you deserve to be there and just believe in yourself. So there you have it. I hope you found some value in this episode. Remember the three big pieces of advice that I can offer you is to try to take some time off before you jump into your new role just to avoid that burnout. Even if it's just a long weekend, four days, five days, whatever you can kind of muster up. Know your value. Unfortunately, there are companies that are going to try to say, hey, take ten dollars to $15,000 less than what your market value is. This is great for you. And, you know, you should just do your research ahead of time. If you can avoid those situations, if you can afford to kind of just go for different opportunities, have that number in mind and go for it. And lastly, be confident, believe in yourself, believe in your value, all the hard work, all the things you accomplished up to this point, and just know that in a little, in a few weeks, in a little bit of time, this is going to be second nature for me and I'm going to be knocking it out the park. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you found some value in this episode, but either way, congratulations if you are a recent grad and yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you join us again next time. Till then, take care.